0: Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast brought to you by the author's voice. I am Peter and I'm joined by my two wonderful business partners, KZ and Colleen. And we are here to talk a little bit about publishing, about writing, about writing a book, and really uh, making your book your business. So today, uh, we just wanna introduce a little bit about who we are, and then we're also going to give you a short little biz buzz topic, which will come every week. And that's just a short little 10 to 15 minute conversation on something that's very important in the publishing industry at the time. So first off, I want to just introduce who I am. My name is Peter, and I am going to be your host for some of the episodes here on Blank Page to Bestseller. Um, My big uh, publishing work is I'm a, I'm a, an editor. I also enjoy doing a lot of the marketing tasks, and I really enjoy working with authors just to see where they go from, you know, they, they come to us with words on a page or sometimes not even that and then seeing the enjoyment that they have when they first get their book in their hand and are able to share it with new readers. So that's a little bit about who I am and I'm going to just kind of hand it off to KZ for a little bit and let her tell you who she is.
1: Thank you, Peter. Yes, I'm KZ, also known as Candy. I go to I answer to either, but uh, in general, my uh, my persona here with uh, with the online writing in uh, in in this company is as KZ, and I am a writer. I am an editor. I am a coach, a writing coach. I am. Let's see, what else is there? Oh, a marketing person, and I'm kind of a little bit of a tech diva. Okay, so obviously, I wear a lot of hats. Am I a perfectionist? No, I'm definitely not perfect in all of these, in these areas. But I have a lot of general knowledge and a lot of experience working in the publishing business for a lot of years um, as a writer and editor primarily, and also as a publisher. Okay, so what I bring to the the, the group, oh, oh I'm all, I also do some graphic design work. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to stop now. What I bring to the the, the group is, I believe, just an overall um, base of knowledge and also the skills to help to communicate our message to you and more importantly, your message to the world. And those are the things that I think are most important is that we are able to help you as a writer become published, help you as someone who wants to learn how to help others become published. And also we work with speakers, so also want to if you're someone who wants to learn more about how to become a speaker, we also work with speakers. So it's, it's bottom line. It's all about communication. It's all about getting your message in front of the people you want to hear it.
0: Yeah, that's great. We we love to have you with us, uh, KZ. And um, you mentioned that you are not a perfectionist, uh, but I'm going to hand it over to Colleen and she's going to introduce herself as the, uh, what was that we were just talking about? <laughs>
2: Uh, I, I'm Colleen and <laughs> I was gonna bring this in, but I'll, I'll say now Candy added persnickety into uh persnippity in this morning when we were talking. Uh I am a recovering perfectionist paralyzed procrastinator, and uh I am working on not being a perfectionist because nothing is perfect. And so that's a little joke we have between the three of us, and I did a a talk a little while ago and added that myself as the title. Anyway, I am Colleen, and I've been in business for 27 years, and I know I'm only 29, but... (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. So I was very young when I started. Anyway, I had to pivot after 18 years of business and I've been a virtual assistant. I was a legal uh, secretary for years. So I have all of that background. And when I needed to pivot, I had come across a writing group that I was I was in. And I've always loved writing. I've always loved being a reader. I've read since the time I was seven or eight, uh, carrying books home from the library. And I had this writing group I was with, and they all had poems written. They had uh, uh, manuscripts written, uh, drafts of those written, but they never knew what to do after they had their manuscript written or the poems written. And I was part of a professional uh, virtual assistant program, and they offered this uh, author assistant, author speaker program, and I actually won a scholarship to take that. And that's where my journey to helping people publish their books came about. And so it's really funny. I've developed a love for proofing and editing. That's my main thing that I love to do. But I'll do anything in the back end. I'll uh, help coach people on how to make their book their business. And it's just an overall great, uh, a t- great way that i've come into business into this business and we were offered uh, to buy the program that i actually became a certified author from and that's where we've taken it and it's really fun to work with peter and kz and we look forward to talking with you every week and spreading the message
0: yeah that's great (laughs) yeah i think it's a it's really it's really awesome because um like we Candy, you joked how you're not a perfectionist, and Colleen said, oh, you know, I am a recovering perfectionist, but I think that, you know, between the three of us, we all bring together some really strong uh, dynamics and some really strong relationships, and we we work great together, and, you know, I, I am very excited um, every morning when we get up and we get to send our first message on, hey, what are we doing today? I, I think it's it's great. It gives us something to look forward to.
1: I'd agree with that, Peter, 100%. I, I enjoy so much working with both you and Colleen. It's, uh, it's and, and we all know that we have had, uh, in our time, uh, and we've had many jobs we didn't enjoy as much. So this is this is not a, jo- a job for me. Helping people to, uh, to see, to reach their dreams is more than a job. It is definitely uh, one of my own dreams and my own goals. And it is a passion that's
2: really yeah, I can't write to write my first book or Peter and I's first book together whatever the three, if the three of us do a book I'm really excited to finally get published because I said in my talk when I was talking about the perfectionist stuff uh I was saying uh I'm like the cobbler's kids with no shoes the cobbler's <laughs> kids have no shoes well these publishing professional has no book yet but it's coming soon <laughs>
1: yes it is as soon as as soon as we can get it finished
0: <laughs> well i'm gonna hop in there real quick and say you do have a book that you've published we'll talk more about oh, that in a future episode but that's um, right. there's a reason that we don't promote it as a book that you've published so keep an eye and ear open for that <laughs> and that's um, I'm great sure, yeah i'm sure we'll talk a little bit more in depth about your um uh Interesting publishing journey, let's call it that.
1: I think that's a story that I
0: definitely want to be a part of hearing. So I'm just going to plug it here. If you've enjoyed this conversation, like, subscribe, listen to the podcast, and we'll have a story on that in a few episodes.
2: And make sure you share it with everybody. (laughs) Absolutely. The more the merrier.
0: Uh, you know, one thing that I um, have always enjoyed is uh, reading. I don't know if you all are readers as well, but um, I kind of thought my my favorite question to ask people is who's their favorite author. So um, I think let's uh, kind of close out the episode today and just kind of share maybe a little bit about who your favorite author is or what your favorite genre is to read or something like that. Um, I've been a big Stephen King fan myself. Um, I know he has um, a lot of horror, but he's also a great storyteller in general. And um, I've really enjoyed um, getting to know the characters that he writes about. And he's just a a wonderful author, in my opinion. So um, that's who my favorite author is. Um, And then outside of that, I just love the mystery of everything. You know, I'll read any sort of mystery or something that's, um, you know, you don't you don't know everything going into it. So um, that's kind of why I enjoy Stephen King, because he's got that mystery, and he's got that sci-fi, and he's got that um, kind of horror aspect, which is just really interesting to me. So um, I'm going to pass it over to KZ if uh, she wants to share a little bit about her favorite author or genre.
1: Well, we were talking about what we read for pleasure, and for me, it's fiction. It's fiction. Obviously, obviously, I I also read nonfiction for pleasure, but primarily, if I'm just going to sit down for a good read, um, I read fiction, and I like paranormal fiction. I like mm. um, I like science fiction and fantasy. Um, Isaac Asimov is the author who brought me into it. I was in seventh grade. When I picked up my first Asimov uh, book and I was hooked and I could not get enough. I, ra- I, I read my library, my school library, out of science fiction books and wound up going out to the the city library and then eventually to the county library um, and I just couldn't get enough. And then uh, probably my most favorite author in that genre is Anne McCaffrey. And she's been gone now many years in Ice office as well. They've both been gone for a long time. But those, those, those initial reads just stick with you. So when you find someone you love to read, uh, you, you just can't stop. And you're always waiting for the next one. So those are my two favorites. And Anne McCaffrey was... Um, Uh, Pern and and dragons and uh, obviously that's fantasy but it was also science fiction Mm -hmm. because there was a combination there for her and so that's always been my passion and still is that's where I'm writing as well and more about that another time later.
0: I am gonna have to get you and my girlfriend to get uh, together because the Dragon Riders of Pern series is probably her favorite series that she's ever read.
1: Hands down my Mm -hmm. favorite.
0: And I know she talks about, and we always look whenever we go to Half Price Books and see if there's a one of her books that uh, we don't have yet and uh, to, to add to our library. But um, I know she really enjoys uh, Anne McCaffrey as well. So that's that's really cool. Yeah,
1: that is. I didn't know that about
0: her. Yeah, uh, that's really great. So uh, Colleen, do you have a favorite uh, author or a favorite genre?
2: I do. I'm going to say too. I have in the fiction genre, I like... Uh, I do like romance, but uh one of the funniest authors I've ever read is Janet Ivanovich and the Stephanie Plum series. And people told me when I first started reading the I, these, I think Peter, you were in sixth grade when we started going to the beach with different families. And I literally sat on the balcony reading and would laugh out loud. They were so funny. The Stephanie Plum series it's just hilarious. So if you're looking for a good laugh of books it's so funny and um and they're mostly clean for the most part so you don't have to worry about that moms and dads but uh then this is funny in the non-fiction genre believe it or not when i was in high school i didn't read one book that we were assigned because it was like are you kidding me i can't read jane austen and now i really really like pride and prejudice and all of her books so it's kind of funny how you grow up and you do you do now what you wouldn't do then but man i was a rebel back then i was just couldn't read that stuff but i like it now so jane austen and i think janet ivanovich are my favorite that's an
1: that's- interesting dichotomy
2: <laughs> it is very interesting my sister used to say that's what pride and prejudice and i was like okay are you okay and now i'm like oh i like that story <laughs>
0: Oh, one thing you said, and I can't believe we've gone this entire time without saying is, yes, Colleen is my mother, and it is actually a a great, uh, a great way to, you know, spend time with her, and um, I I can't believe that we've gone this long without actually saying that in the show, so um, (laughs) we've known each other for my entire life. (laughs)
2: That's true, Peter. (laughs)
0: And, uh, you know, we've known Candy for uh, a, quite a while, too, and it's it's great, and I've really enjoyed getting to know her more over the past year or two that we've worked really close together, and um, I'm excited to see where the show leads us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So... Um, Right now, what we're going to do is we're going to head over to the BizBuzz topic. So uh, this week's episode is um, on Amazon and specifically the changes that they've had to the Amazon keywords. So um, it's been great to get to uh, introduce ourselves and uh, we can't wait to see you um, or hear you or I guess get back together in the room with the two of you um, in the next episode.
1: Oh hey Peter, there's something I want to add before we before we jump out. If that's yep. alright, yeah.
0: Um,
1: I just want to add that it's not always going to be us talking. Mm. Uh, we have a lot of uh, of industry professionals lined up to to talk to you um, and join us on the podcast. And this one's us, of course, because we're just getting getting an introduction to us for, for you. But uh, but do plan on listening for our upcoming episodes where we're going to have an amazing, an amazing selection of of writers, editors, and support people in the publishing business.
0: Well, yeah, thank you for uh, sharing that, Candy, because I, you know, it's true. We've got a a wonderful list of guests coming up, and I'm excited to see where those interviews go, and I'm sure it'll be a great, a great listen for uh, all of our listeners in the future. Of the Blank Page to bestseller Podcast is brought to you by us, The Author's Voice. The Author's Voice is the premier online training platform for authors, speakers, and entrepreneurs looking to add a new revenue stream to their business. Whether you're an author looking to publish your book, or an administrative assistant looking to expand your business by working with authors and speakers, we have the training programs to help you become a certified publishing professional. You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or please follow our social media at Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. You can find links to all of those places in the show notes.
1: interesting to watch what's been happening with amazon recently um you know for many years we've been able to as authors go in and choose up to three categories which we all know but it was also possible and this was kind of a well-known secret it was also possible to go back in after you got your book published and request up to 10 categories be added to your book did you guys know this I had no idea,
2: no, myself personally.
1: Yeah, for years it was kind of a a best kept secret and it really was one of those tricks that people use to get themselves onto a bestseller list and not necessarily, it was sort of like gaming the system and Amazon finally kind of said, we're done, all right. Um, We don't want to do this anymore. We want to give authors as access to as many categories as they deserve, but we don't want people to be gaming our our system and choosing to be bestsellers when they're not. So what they did, and they didn't give us a whole lot of notice on it either. What they did was they simply said, we can't do anymore, that they would no longer add the 10 categories. Okay, so now you you can have up to three categories. OK, when you when you actually go into Amazon with uh, publishing a new book and that, that that's two in KDP and um, you can get one one additional one in in print as well. OK, so and some of this is still changing. So uh, don't hold me to it if, if it's not exactly like that, but it's pretty close. I've been watching it for a while. So but what they did was instead of us. Requesting to be added to up to ten categories, the algorithm is doing it. Amazon is the that it's automatically looking at the categories you choose. Obviously, it's looking at the subcategories that are underneath or or above those categories, and uh, it's also looking at your keywords. So let's talk about keywords for a second. Most of us think. That most people who are working with with, with book publishing, self-publishing think that a keyword means one word. It doesn't. You can put as many words as will fit on that line in the key line. So you have seven categories for keywords that you can use in Amazon, and that keyword, a single keyword, could have three separate words in it. They don't have to make sense. Because the algorithm is just going to take all of those words that you're using. These are the key key phrases that someone might search for your book on. And it's going to take all of those words individually and compare to your categories. And it's going to choose up to 10 additional categories for you to be in. For your book to be in. So
2: you're saying, Candy, that... For keywords, it doesn't have to be just one word like nonfiction or cybersecurity. It could be cybersecurity, healthcare, digital.
1: Whatever. Yes, Colleen. That's exactly what I'm saying. There are a limited number of characters per keyword um section. There are seven sections of keywords, and you ha- you can fill up all of those characters. Now obviously you know you, you can't you, you, if, you, if you've got three characters left and you don't have a word that's three characters long you're going to lose that space but still if you put four character four words in there that's you know that's extra words and uh, and it works because of the algorithm that the, the, it's, it's all computer driven we know that so yeah Colleen that's exactly how it works
2: that's why it's important to do that the research on what's the, those words being able to be searched, which yes. people will know. Keyword research
1: is absolutely critical, and every single author uh, who should should be doing that or having it be done for them. Uh, if you're if you have an assistant, an author's assistant who's working with you, make sure that he or she knows how to search keywords and how to search categories.
0: Well, so I guess um, my my big takeaway from this is I know. In the previous iterations, it felt like the category research was really the most important, but it seems like keyword research now is more or less the the big uh driver of your Amazon um rankings. Is that kind of what I'm
1: picking that's up there? Exact, that's exactly what that's exactly what it is, Peter. They've they've turned the cat they've turned the, the 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 corner, if you will, and taken the keywords to a level that they haven't really made obvious as critical now amazon has always said those keywords are critical but they've never really pushed the how how it worked with the categories to give you your ranking but that is definitely how it works
0: you know and i think that's kind of a neat um a neat change as well because i think it gives you the author a, a bit more control over what you wanted to, to describe your book as, um, you know, it gives you a little bit more freedom to uh, really put yourself and your book in the right categories. Because sometimes some of the categories, while they were good and descriptive, not every book fit as well into those categories.
1: Yeah, and and keep in mind too that one of the one of the the tricks, one of the ways that people used to game the system was you take their book and find an obscure category that only has 300 books in it and all of a sudden you're an overnight bestseller well you can't necessarily do that now you might be able to do it but you won't be able to maintain it that way because the algorithm is is, is not going to pull up that category in the future for you in the same way as it does in the beginning
0: yeah, I'll, I'll say one of my favorite stories about uh gaming the system if you will is um back uh, you know a few years ago we were interviewing a man who uh, was a an author and he gained the bestseller list by uh, he basically created a two page ebook with a picture of his feet and he put it out on some really obscure category and he had like his five best friends all by the book and since it was such an obscure category it became a bestseller in that category you, you know and I, I guess what this change is doing is kind of removing that possibility
1: Yes, it does remove that possibility, or at least it it changes it. It's not going to stay. It won't stick in the category because it's going to, it, it'll, the algorithm is going to show it up eventually.
0: You know, I know that might be a little bit of a, a change for some authors out there, uh, but I think in the long run, it's going to help the consumer, the reader, and I think in the in that way it's going to be a good change in the end because people will know what books are actually about what
1: you're right about that peter they the authors have actually been quite up in the in arms about it, those who knew about the 10 category at request and so they were and there was no warning overnight the, the that particular option was gone uh, so there was quite a bit of conflict for um probably well for several weeks But it seems to have laid down, uh, settled down now. And I think you're right, that the authors are understanding that this is, even though they don't have the direct control, they never did have direct control because Amazon still had to do the work. Um, Now it's automated and it's still up to them. It's still up to the authors, still up to the team that's putting the book out, make sure that uh, the research is done, the keywords are the right keywords, and the categories are the best categories to rank that book.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think that does provide a little bit more competition for the authors. But I think uh, that also means that uh, we're going to hopefully see the the real quality books really take, take control. And, you know, it's not just going to be um, willy-nilly, like we said, to two pages of people's feet to uh, become a bestseller. And I think in the long run, it'll probably be uh, more beneficial to, to the whole industry.
1: It will be. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the preponderance of AI written content is going to tie into this. But that's a topic for another day. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I think that's um you know I think that's a really good um a really good overview of the the category keyword change. Is there anything else candy that um we should uh let our listeners know about?
1: Not at the moment. I do keep a pretty close eye on this, so uh if uh, anything else changes, I'll I'll definitely come back and and we'll speak about it again.
0: Yeah. Well, um, thank you for uh, providing this week's BizBuzz topic, and uh, I'm sure that uh, we'll be hearing more about Amazon and the keywords in the future. The Blank Page to Best Seller Podcast is a production of The Author's Voice, I have been your host, Peter Martian and I want to thank KZ and Colleen for joining me on this episode to discuss all things writing, publishing, and speaking. Do you have questions about today's topic, or would like to be a guest on a future episode? You can learn more about The Author's Voice on our website, theauthorsvoice.org, or send our team an email at info at You can stay in touch with Candy, Colleen, and Peter through The Author's Voice on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Links to all of those can be found in the show notes. If you have enjoyed the episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a review on the podcast app of your choice. Also, please help us spread the word about the Blank Page to Bestseller podcast by sharing the episode on your social media or by introducing a friend, a colleague, an author, or anyone who would enjoy the discussion to the show.